connecting to the AOC Podcast Network. Enjoy your stay. Jessica's strength through adversity on her Community Quotes interview. school program called Muse for students ages 12 through 18 every Monday from 4.30 p.m. to 6 p.m. Participants will learn about television studio production, creating a podcast from start to finish, photography, media literacy, and much more. For registration and more information about our Muse program, visit the AOC website at aocinc.org. My name is Jessica Kotu. Kotu, how do you spell Kotu? K-O-T-U. Got it. <laughs> Sometimes I have to break it down. K is in kite, was an orange bed. <laughs> Where yeah. did you grow up? I grew up in California, Vallejo, California to be exact. I was actually born in Lafayette, but I never lived here. Okay. So that was kind of weird. Like I'm, I'm a country girl at heart, but I'm a city girl, so. What yeah. was that like growing up in California? Oh, it was beautiful. I had I had different friends from all walks of life. I had Czechoslovakian friends, Samoan friends, just different culture of friends. And I just learned so much. And the food was all just rich. And everything was rich about that culture. So yeah. it was awesome. I was a free-spirited child, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. did you end up back in Lafayette then? Parents. My mom, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, my mom was, uh, at the time, she was in ministry. And she was like, there's a work to be done in Louisiana and all of this. And, yeah, I kind of, I didn't want to come here. I hated Louisiana. <laughs> have you grown to like it anymore? I have a love-hate relationship for it. And the reason why I say love-hate is because um, public transportation is where my hatred is. <laughs> it's non-existent. <laughs> where my hatred comes from. But everything, the culture here is rich. I mean, Louisiana is not like any other state in all 50 states, I'm telling you, this place is like a, it's like another country all by itself. And it's so rich here, the people here. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's beautiful. You, you can't deny it, you know, so it's awesome. <laughs> Very yeah. cool. So tell me about um, your life in between or ah. your life after you got to Lafayette. Oh, 
Well, well, I grew up in the entertainment industry. Um, since I was nine years old, uh, I actually, I was in the gospel field, basically. And um, I always sung, my mom was a semi-professional singer. I have an uncle that was a semi-professional singer. And uh, I kind of always just found myself around people that were kind of well-known in the industry. And I was either singing background or whatever, whatever. Got here and I just wanted to do secular music, uh, jazz, neo-soul type of you know, R&B feel. And um, I became a musician at a very young age. I was playing the drums first. So I was a drummer, female yeah. drummer first. And then I kind of started to dabble in keys and piano, whatever. But I've always been a singer and a songwriter at heart. That's, that's always been me since I was a kid. But uh, make a long story short, um, I'm trying to dabble into like, I guess what's going on here. I see Lafayette is, Lafayette is becoming a, a melting pot of different types of music. And I'm, I'm trying to burst into the scene or what have you. But uh, before that, I, my self-esteem was kind of low because I didn't really like my voice. And my cousin and my husband, they, they have great voices, and we were a trio at one time. But ever since my daughter passed away, I had a daughter in 2014, mm -hmm. in December. And she was exactly six months old when mm -hmm. she passed away. And so in June 2015, we had to, you know, let her go, bury her. And pulling the plug on an infant was the hardest thing that I had to do. And at that moment when we had her homegoing ceremony, we had what we call the balloon ceremony. Mm -hmm where we would write, you know, on the yeah. balloon and then let it go. Like it was a message to her. Mm -hmm. It was like at that moment, I remember writing on my balloon, no fear. Mm -hmm. And I remember just letting that balloon go to say mm -hmm. like, that was me letting fear go. So yeah. wow. that's kind of like where, I'm, where I am now. I'm, I'm living fearlessly, <laughs> <laughs> if, if you could yeah. put it that way. What was so. your daughter's name? Her name was Lissetti, which yeah. meant light in Tawana. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah so. She was very, very special. Very special. No fear. That's no a fear. Good, that's a good motto. Yeah. That's a good life motto, I mean, for, yeah. forever. Yeah. No fear at all. Yeah, very cool. I mean, because fear can lock you down, and I grew up in fear. I, I grew up in a fearful home. I grew up in a fearful environment, and it was just, don't go there. That can happen. Don't do this. That can happen. Don't say that. And it was always restrictions, and you're just confined to this little box of what I can do and what's comfortable. And it's like you, you kind of peek your head out and you start to see there's no lions and there's, there's no tigers or bears, or bears around. It's just people's perception of life. And whatever your perception is, out, if, it's, if it's something that doesn't fit inside of your, your mental box of what you perceive to be comfortable, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a fear outside of that comfort zone. And I'd just rather do it afraid. <laughs> if I'm going to have some fear, <laughs> let's just do it afraid. I like that. <laughs> so, yeah. You're not denying it. Mm -mm. You're just accepting it. I like yeah. that. I like that. So tell me how you first got involved with AOC. I first got involved with AOC. My cousin's wife, who is, uh, she's a media artist. That's what I call her. Mm -hmm. But she's a director. She writes screenplays and you know have mm -hmm. them she'll get the people together and act it out she was like yeah there's this building downtown it's got all the works in it that's what we call you have everything that you need or want all in one mm -hmm. thing that's what we call it. it's like this the works girl it's got all this stuff you was a radio <laughs> show because i was a radio show host so she's like hey you can you can be doing your stuff out there while i'm over here editing and i'm like mm -hmm. okay well let's you know so she brings us to this place and i just remember walking in and seeing all these different rooms and my face was like 
I am in entertainment heaven. <laughs> that was my, I, I love this building. <laughs> yeah, awesome. so. So what was, besides loving it, what was your first impression of it? What, 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 uh, what else did you think about it? I thought that it was a great thing for the community. Uh, the positive for me, the pro was that it had, it just, it had everything. It, and even people that was willing to train you on how to use the equipment and different things. But for me, the con was not enough people really know about this gemstone. It's just, it's here, but not everybody knows that you can utilize this building for your full potential, mm -hmm. you know, and it's just, it's here. And I mean, the youth would get a lot of work out of it and because I'm, I'm for the youth, I'm sorry. I'm for the youth and I'm for the underdog. So an <laughs> underdog for me is like everybody who has this dream. They want to get this stuff done. They want to live out their dreams. They want to use their talents, but they can't quite get into mainstream media or they can't get into the mainstream music. So it's like you're now underground. You've been pushed underground. And this is the place for, I mean, everybody. All walks of life can come here. If you're already well-known, you can come here and do something. If you're not... <laughs> Come here and do something anyway, mm -hmm. you know, so. Very cool. Yeah. What's your dream project to work on or to produce? My dream project. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is going to sound weird. My dream project is to actually bring Lion King here mm -hmm. to Lafayette mm -hmm. and do it at the Hyman or at the Cajun Dome. That would be awesome because, you know, that's the longest running show on Broadway. Mm -hmm. And I feel like people can experience that, especially it's, it's my husband's culture, it's South African, and he actually knows the guy who did the musical score for Disney. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I would really love to, to bring that production <laughs> here and just let people experience that greatness of Lion King, because mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's beautiful, it's awesome. It'll bring you to tears, it'll make you laugh. And, whew, yeah, it's majestic, very regal. Very regal. Yeah, definitely. What are you looking forward to in 2017? Hmm. Honestly, let me just tell you something. I, ever since applying the law of attraction to my life, I've been, I'm a blank canvas at this point. Anything can be painted at any given time. I have now fully realized that I'm the master of my own destiny and I can shape it and mold it to look and be anything or any way that I want. So for me, 2017 is success and excess. Mm -hmm. In other words, it's an overflow of success in all areas that I touch. I don't even care if, if it's me holding my breath, I'm going to be successful in holding my <laughs> breath. <laughs> I mean, that's just where I am because I'm, I'm being so optimistic. I've had so much crap go left in my life for so long. It's like now I have to expect good because mm -hmm. I don't know anything else but that. And I don't want that anymore. So now I'm going down this road yeah. and it's yellow brick. So yeah. Dorothy, here I come. Yeah. So that's, that's just where I'm at. Like I'm expecting it. great things and I'm great. That's what I'm expecting this year <laughs> for me to fulfill my greatness and be great. I'm, I'm giving myself permission to be great. Nice. Yeah. Nice. We should all do that. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Uh, are you a, are you a reader? Is there something that you're reading right now that you'd like to talk about? What do you, when you say reader, what do you mean? Yeah, is there a book propped open <laughs> right now that you're reading? Uh, yes. Oh, what are you reading now? My book that I'm reading <laughs> is E Square by Pam Grout. Okay, tell me um, about that. Yes, uh, E Square by Pam Grout is 
20 to 30 exercises dealing with the law of attraction. Okay. Okay. And basically, you are going to prove that the universe can make things come into fruition by you asking. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also reading The Secret, The Power by Rhonda Bond. She's the lady who wrote the book, The Secret. Okay. Uh, but she also has a sequel to it called The Power. Mm -hmm. So um, the, the highest vibration or the highest frequency you can ever give out is love. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm trying to embody on a daily basis. Okay. And uh, it's beautiful. You, you, when, you, when you take that in, when you feel like love is all around you and you start to really see it and you take it in, it's like it's, you find love in anything. Mm -hmm. That ugly copper penny that's on the ground, <laughs> it's beautiful. You will find a beautiful thing in it because love is just, it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's what I'm reading. It's good. Yeah. It's good. What would you include on your uh, best of playlist? Who do you have to listen to for the rest of your life? Who I have to listen yeah. to? I'm a jazz head. Okay. I am. Look, I'm a, Robert Glasper is <laughs> he is the most awesome <laughs> jazz person ever. Um, I do like now. Look, this is kind of like uh, when you're not supposed to eat pork fat on the. Okay. <laughs> so um, it's Stone Tipper Pilots. <laughs> Awesome. Please don't, <laughs> please don't it. nail me to the cross. But I love it. I I promise you, Stone Temple Pilots is my my has been my stuff since the nineties. People don't. Hey. That and Radiohead. Oh. I love Radiohead. Um. I can I can keep going on and on, but I'm very eclectic. Yeah. I love different types of music. I just kind of I don't like rap or hip hop though. Okay. I know that sounds funny, but mm -hmm. I, yeah, jazz. Give me some jazz any day. Yeah. I love jazz, but smooth jazz as well. But, okay. um. Yeah, but that Robert Glasper and those Stone Temple Pilots, and give me a little radio hit on the side. We, How we good. <laughs> we good. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> uh, when when you were growing up, what were your favorite books or movies or sports heroes or whatever? My what favorite movie was Coming to America <laughs> <laughs> because I thought that was the funniest thing yeah. was these Africans coming in here and they were just everything was a tourist thing to them. Like they mm -hmm. were just gravitated toward it, you know. I mean, but you, you should see, like, pay attention to the movie, how when they come from Africa, they're all nice and royal, and they're dressed up in all of this gold, and the next thing you know, they, they're coming out of a souvenir shop, and they got all this I Love New York buttons yeah. on. I thought that was the funniest thing ever. Then my husband gets here and does the same thing, so it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. But um, that's one of my favorite movies. Um, let me see. My, I do have, like, a couple of favorite singers. Mm -hmm. Um one of my favorite singers is Shaka Khan. I love her. I love, love, love her. Patti LaBelle. I love Patti LaBelle. Um, Tina Turner. I, I, I feel like I've embodied her when I was young. <laughs> What's Love Got to Do With It was one of my favorite movies. And sports, when I was young, I loved Dominique Dawes. Mm -hmm. She made me feel like I can swing mm -hmm. from anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Even when I couldn't. <laughs> So yeah, and I tried, by the way, and uh, it uh, didn't end well. But <laughs> <laughs> I just knew I was her. Yeah. So, yeah, Good yeah, some stuff. of my favorites. Okay. Yeah. Um, what did you want to be whenever you were growing up? The first thing I wanted to be was a litigator. <laughs> I wanted to get paid five hundred dollars an hour just to nice. argue with people. Nice. And I and I was gonna do that job well. <laughs> And then I wanted to be a doctor. I didn't know what kind of doctor, but I just wanted to be it. And then as I got older, I wanted to be a musician. I just knew music was my love. So 
Yeah. yeah. And I still do. Cool. And I am. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Who were your childhood heroes? Whenever you're growing up. <sighs> My childhood hero. Uh, you know, that's kind of hard. And I, my childhood hero, honestly, for me, my childhood hero was, at the time when I was a child, was my mom. Because I watched her be married to my father and still be a single parent, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. um, I, I watched her work two, three shifts and bring home money and barely make it. You know, I, she was my hero. Uh, she was my shero, if I can mm -hmm. say that. But mm -hmm. um, looking back, because of the life that I've had, I've, I've had a rough childhood. Uh, I was homeless once when I was a kid. I was homeless once when I was an adult. Yeah, I've been through a lot. I've, I've been through molestations. I've been through different other things. I was kidnapped at one time in my life. Like, I've been through a lot. I've, I went through physical abuse. I went through mental abuse, emotional abuse in my childhood. And looking back, I would say that I was my own hero mm -hmm. because that little girl was broken, but she wasn't destroyed. You know, as a kid, my mom was my hero. But looking back, me, that little girl, I was my own hero. Because I said, anything you put me through, at, at, even as a child, I survived it. So I'm here. I'm really here. And I'm living and I'm happy. I have joy. I really do. I have joy. Yeah. What a story. Yeah. Wow. Whew. Wow. <laughs> what, That's a lot. That's a what lot. are you uh, most excited about or passionate about right now? I, I am passionate about the young kids, the generation after me. Mm -hmm. I'm passionate about them because I love, I love their drive. And I love the fact that even though they may stand for wrong things, they will dig their heels in the ground and won't budge. This generation that's coming up, they've made it up in their minds. They're going to stand for whatever it is they believe in. And it's up to my generation to pour into them while we can um, before they get to that age where they're no longer bendable. Because I'm 31. So the generation after me is the generation that I've birthed. Uh, so for me, it's like I just... I want to be able to instill into them that they can be anything at any time, whenever they decide to be it, and to just hold their ground. Just hold, the children are truly our future. That, that song is so true. They're really our future. And if we don't pour into them now, they're gonna find some other kind of outlet that we're not gonna like. And the world is gonna go downhill from there because it's on their shoulders. Whatever we have right now, we're giving it to them. So it's a make or break for them. And I root for those babies. I do. I, I'm, I'm all for the youth. That's where I'm at right now. So, yeah. What's your superpower? <laughs> I have the ability to see if people are full of you know what. <laughs> I do. I do I, nice. that's, that's something that I, I have. I have the ability to also have dreams and they come true. Um, since the kid, since I was a kid, it's always happened. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was always called a cursed child. My mom's out of the family. And then when it comes true, it was like, Oh, she's a witch. And it's like, no, it's just, that's a gift that I have. Mm -hmm. It's a spiritual gift that I have. And, uh, I have the ability to see what type of person you are. Mm -hmm. 
whether you believe it or not, I can see it and I know <laughs> when you're lying. I don't know. That's I think that's a mama thing, though, because my kids. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but that's that's a human thing, too. That's, that's good. Yeah. That's good to have. Yeah. yeah. I should have been a cop with that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like you lying. You know, you stole that lollipop. <laughs> yeah. What's your spirit animal and why? You know what? Um, it's amazing that you're asking me this. Because I wanted to, I was trying to get in touch with a, a young lady to do some soul retrieval. Uh, and I, I truly believe my spirit animal is an owl. I have not got a confirmation yet. <laughs> I'm going to get one, but I believe it's an owl. Mm -hmm. Why do you think so? Because I can hear it spiritually when it hoots. Okay. I also know, it, it also lets me know that death is around someone that I know. And right now my father is battling stage four cancer. Mm. And uh, I've been recently having dreams, seeing him in his casket. And um, I've just been kind of like trying to reason with the universe, like, you know, don't take him, give him a little bit more time, da 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 But then it's like, you know, I know once I hear an owl and it's mm. concerning him, then I know it's time. But uh, mm. intuition, wisdom, yeah. that night, owl thing like waking up in, in the middle of the night eating snacks that too <laughs> that nocturnal thing <laughs> that owls have that's me so yeah yeah what is one thing that few people know about you one thing that few people know about me i'm a prankster i love nice. i love pranking people yeah. i'll prank y'all if y'all give me some time <laughs> after this i promise you i can prank I would prank a baby, an infant, and they wouldn't know. And I know that's horrible, right? But yeah, like I just, I do. Don't fall asleep around me because I, <laughs> you will have some good shaving cream in your hand. And boop, yeah, all good that good stuff. I'm a prankster. If you could have dinner with five famous people, who would they be? <sighs> five famous people. Oh my gosh. Hmm? Living or dead? Sure. Tesla is one of them. I'm okay. sorry, I have to pick his brain. Einstein is another one. I gotta pick his brain. Okay. Uh, Malcolm X. I want to know. I I just want to know what was on his mind. It's, see, this is all brain picking. Mm -hmm. um, the last two. One is Oprah. Mm -hmm. Cause I really want to prick her brain. Like it's it's not even the fact that she's like one of the richest people in the world, but I just want to know certain things, like certain questions that I I want answered. That last one is very very hard. I. It, that last one is, is, is like a cross between Okay, like this is what Kurt Cobain. I don't know why. I just don't know why. Do you have a little rocker. In yeah, you? girl, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> it's either that or John Lennon. Okay. Yes. And then it's like just slip Jimi Hendrix on in there. Sure, why not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. Very cool. Yeah. If you were a season, which one would you be and why? Fall, baby. Oh, why fall? Because it can't be too hot and it can't be too cold. And then it's beautiful in that, mm -hmm. that time. It's like the leaves are golden brown and you have these orange colors and these yellows and these greens and it's beautiful. And I was born in the fall. I'm, I'm a September baby, so. Yeah. yeah. What inspires you? What inspires me? My babies. My kids, I just, I have a, uh, my baby will be three months tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I just had a three-month-old boy. Congratulations. Only boy. 
oh, out of yeah. four babies. Boy, um, oh, a baby boy. Yeah. So he's he's the last Mohican. <laughs> Little papoose, that's it. So yeah, uh, that that's my inspiration. They keep me going even when I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, family. My my husband is also an inspiration as well. But my children, they they make you dig deep. Mm-hmm. I mean, out of a well you never knew it was dug in, inside of you, just <sighs> grab it out. And you, it's like wow. <laughs> yeah. So, how would you like to be remembered? How would I like to be remembered? She left here fighting. To, she made an impact on people. She gave as much as she could. She encouraged as much as she could. She could. She was the type of person that will give you the shirt off her back, and she would have on an undershirt. <laughs> but like, she was just, I, I would really like to be remembered. Like, you know what? Jessica just always had a positive spirit about her. And she could sing, she could sing, yes, she could sing. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I was, I'm loyal. I'm, I'm a loyal person, and and I would be. I just want to be remembered like that. I'm loyal. I was always a loyal person. I always tried to do what I said I was going to do, and try to make a difference in any area of someone somebody's life. She cared. In a cruel world, she cared. Mm-hmm. One final question: Describe yourself in three words. I am free. That's it. <laughs> I'm free. <laughs> that ain't if that is not rich and wealth for you, I'm free. Yeah. Oh, that felt good. I am free. Wow. <laughs> Clap for myself. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Mm, yeah, that's it. Good. Good too. <laughs> I'll and you're done. <laughs> I didn't realize that that resonated so much in me. Like, I am really free. Yeah. I don't know how bound I, I used to be. Oh, my gosh. Wow. The AOC Podcast is produced by AOC Community Media. Contributors include Othello Andrus, Mary Baudois, Ed Bowie, Lillian Deja, Annette Diaz, Joe Boozy Ferguson, Nancy Judis, Joseph Klesanen, William McFarlane, Matt Roberts, Stephen Skip Shannon, Chrissy Tracy, Jacob White, and Shahid Williams. Music in today's episode, Luna's Little Friend, Ukulele Instrumental by Ivan Chu, Air Koishki by Nano, The Long Goodbye by John Pazdan. AOC Community Media is located at the Rosa Parks Transportation Center, 101 Jefferson Street, Suite 100, Lafayette, Louisiana 70501. For more information, go to our website at aocinc.org, call 337-232-4434, or email info at aocinc.org. Until next time, stay informed and engaged.
Registration is now open for AOC Community Media's after-school creative program called Muse. Each Monday, anyone ages 12 to 18 can participate in a wide variety of creative media-based activities led by AOC staff and visiting instructors. Muse sessions begin at 4.30 and end around 6 p.m. at AOC. All sessions are free for students, although because sessions are first come, first served, pre-registration is encouraged. Students can register by going to aocinc.org and clicking on the Learn tab. You can register for as many sessions as you'd like. AOC membership is not required. Weekly sessions focus on a variety of topics and production skills, including animation, video production, podcasting, graphic design, and photography, just to name a few. For more information about Muse or to register for all sessions, email Christy Tracy, AOC Education Coordinator, at ctracy at aocinc.org.